0: Welcome back to the Parenting on Purpose podcast, where we explore the highs and the lows, the wins and the lessons, not the losses, because every experience is an opportunity to grow from. I know I say this every time, but I am genuinely so happy to be here again, speaking to you about topics that not only mean the most to me, but impact every single mother out there. Maybe we all experience it in different ways, lengths and volume but honestly the topics I speak on are topics that have all or will or could impact our hearts, minds and home in one way or another and I hope you find comfort in knowing that you are not alone. This week's topic is a big one. In this podcast we are breaking down the stigma around mothers who practice self-care and are not selfish. When we speak of self-care, the first thing that comes to mind would include massages, time off, manicures, pedicures, spa treatments, facials, and those are all amazing. I love them always. Anytime I can get them, I'll have one. However, for today's podcast, when I speak on self-care, especially for this episode i want to widen your horizon so when we are talking about self-care we are talking about alone time when you need to process or decompress giving yourself permission to express yourself advocating for yourself within the family and relationship dynamics asking for help when you need it quality time with loved ones going to the gym the list can really go on forever or maybe it's just me that can go on forever. But, you know, you get the gist. We're not just talking about physical self-care regimes. I am sure you have come across the saying, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And this saying is so true and I want to build on it. But I also want to add my own twist. You see, if you consider each of your children and your partner, if you have one, as an account. And yourself as well as an account every interaction, every act of service, every connection, responsibility you serve is a transaction into their account. And while you are depositing in their account, you are simultaneously withdrawing from your account. So of course, by the end of the day, after continuous withdrawals, you will be feeling the pinch, right? However, when we find gaps in our day, where rather than serving outward, you can serve inward, you will be able to make your own deposit into your own account. I have some clients who have truly surrendered their ability to make deposits into their accounts because they've relied on external relationships, people, circumstances or partners to do the transaction themselves. Or perhaps they've even unconsciously waited for their child to express their gratitude of happiness of love to that parent and then turn that into a transaction while these are all beautiful situations and experiences to go through and are deposit worthy when they come along I want you to take notice that this becomes a dangerous zone to sit in only because you are relying on moments that are not in your control will be putting enormous pressure on children and leaving them with the responsibility of making us feel happy and complete. This is actually your responsibility to do and anything external that comes along our way as a withdrawal is a bonus. This way we are elevating our baseline and no one has even made a deposit. So imagine when they do. How welcoming and warm would we be to accepting this? So a great place to start to make your own withdrawals is to recognize your day-to-day life. Is there a routine or is there a schedule you stick to? And then the schedule in what you are going to do in this time you have allocated to yourself. It could be as simple as 30 minutes. You can pray, you can work out, you can call a friend or make a coffee Do a brain dump. We all know I love a word brain dump. Or maybe you can journal. Or maybe you're struggling with finances and a budget would really serve you a strong purpose and give you guidance for the next month. Now, I know these sound like things that are basic or something that you could do. And how do they even fall into the self-care category in this stream? I hear you asking. Well, I'm glad that you have asked me. Let me tell you how. You see these tasks that, can, that you can assign yourself and contribute to your tomorrow in a positive way is you depositing into your future account, whether that be saving money from the budget you created or offloading your thoughts and your emotions and then you have a clearer mindset so your ability to tolerate your children of bickering will be stronger. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's really that simple, but we have fallen for the telltale of consumerism that you only can give back to yourself and love yourself if you go to this location or if you have this treatment or if you have bubbles and candles and feel relaxed. Once again, I do love these things. However, the emotion of calmness or groundedness or gratitude or fulfillment can be achieved without having all the materialistic aspects as well. So I invite you, so I invite you, what is one thing that you are going to schedule in your daily schedule that the future you would love you for? Sometimes my schedule can get so intense before I know it it's time to do the school rush and I'm in my car against the clock and I haven't had any time to decompress. You know what I do for a few moments of self-care? I put on my favorite podcast And I am consumed in that world for 10 minutes. While, of course, I would have loved more than that, it's better than not having 10 minutes for myself at all. Also, to avoid getting yourself into a corner of only having 10 minutes, make your schedule a non-negotiable. Write it in concrete, not in sand, is what I usually tell my clients. Because when you stick to a commitment of honoring yourself, you create the evidence that you are worthy and deserving of this schedule for you. The second aspect of this podcast is exploring where the layers of selfishness comes from. The second aspect of this podcast is exploring where the layer of selfishness comes from if you are a mother who looks after themselves. However, yet again, I am here. The challenge is belief. And that annoying voice in your head, that serves you absolutely no value. Societal and cultural expectations have led us to believe that our worthiness and our value of a mother correlates to how hard and how much we sacrifice for our family. But when you think of this and think of the people that continue to prove and justify their self as a mother and show how much they do and what they do to feel worthy as a mother, You want to know what I see in here? I hear a mother that needs external validation. A mother who has no boundaries. And a mother who must be so burnt out and so bored on the inside that she probably doesn't even know how to have fun with her children because there is no fun in her. And that's a mother that needs this podcast and needs a huge hug because it doesn't have to be that way. So let's talk about that inner voice that's telling you you are being selfish when you are putting yourself first for a period of the day. First, hi, let's be friends. Let's make peace with that voice and the fact that we can acknowledge that it does no harm unless if you let it too. Let's flip the switch and approach it differently and ask yourself, if what I am about to do is not selfish, I can rather make this self full and self-helpful for me as a mother and increase my ability to serve my children in a regulated and capable way, would this not be for them as well? Would not it then be harmful not to look after myself? So then, where is this voice really coming from? Is it perhaps... Because you've never seen a mother prioritize herself, Or perhaps it's the fear that maybe if you're not doing something for your children, you won't receive the praise you usually get for being such a good mum and you're scared of that. Really sit with these thoughts and allow yourself to face head on these questions of what's really going on inside of you. The social media highlight reels and tiktoker days with family videos and minutes of someone's day if not week, edited and placed side by side to give you false narratives of their connection with their children don't let your mind go there and feel the need to compete against that recognizing and challenging this narrative is essential for promoting healthier and more balanced views of motherhood that prioritize the well-being of mothers, and longevity to serve their children in the best way possible. That, my beautiful friends, brings me to the end of this episode. And I really hope that this has been of value to you and all the mums out there that tune in every week. Let me know what your greatest takeaway was from this episode. And until next time, I hope this finds you well. And bye for now.